Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome to Balance Wellbeing, Wellbeing Wednesdays. So glad to have you join us today. Uh, we have uh, uh, Dale Cote with us today, which I love hearing her talk. So I, I'm very excited that you'll be joining us. Uh, so her topic today is called A Family Affair. Dale is a master trainer and consultant in the model of human behavior. She shows businesses how to code their team's DNA to get teams to play nicely in the sandbox together. While most of her clients are managers, the model you, she uses works not only in business, but for parents wanting to understand and connect better with their kids and teens. Today, she's going to share some insights and tips to help you figure you how to own how to how to to your own children. <laughs> so, oh, sorry about the stumble there. A little trip on my words, but hey, it's live, right? <laughs> it's live. That's right. That's good. That's awesome. So, I will pass it over to Dale. Okay. Well, thanks. Um, just a small correction with the name. It's Choquette. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, a lot of people screw it up, but anyway, yeah. It's not, it sounds much better the way you say it. <laughs> well, I'm used to it. Um, so yeah, so welcome everybody. And I wanted to do this uh, today because it was exciting for me. And I, and I know that it's been really hard for, for parents, especially last year. And sometimes being um, locked in with your kids, a lot of other stuff can come out. There's a lot of good stuff, but there's a lot of like, what the heck is going on with this kid? So I just wanted to clarify though that I'm not a psychologist. So that's not where I'm coming from. And um, we're looking at the beha normal behavior. Okay, so if there's a, some child that has um, special behavioral problems, that's not what we're going to be covering. However, um, it can still give you some insight as to, to who your kid is, right? So um, I'd like to share a story first. Now, uh, I'm a master trainer, as Shauna said, but I am with um, a company called um, Personality Insights out of the United States. I took all of my training with them. I've done the um, behavioral level one, and I've done the leadership level two, and I've done speakers boot camp. And so, and I'm doing some of the, <clears throat> pardon me, the uh, train the trainers uh, gives me the privilege of being a master trainer. And the president <clears throat> of um, Personality Insights, hang on, <clears throat> I'm talking too much. <clears throat> Personality Insights, uh, Dr. Robert Rome. He has four daughters and I'm sharing the story that he always shares, because I think it really points out how you already know your kids are different. I mean, that, that makes sense. They're, they're not, you know, exact clones. Some of them could be exact clones of you, you never know, all right? But this is where we get into a little bit of mischief, if I can put it that way. So he has four daughters and his oldest daughter, um, Esther, he met a friend of his and he says, you know, I, I I just don't understand Esther. She's hard. Like she's, well, what do you mean she's hard? Well, I, I just have a hard time dealing with her and I don't know what to do about it. So his friend says, well, 
have you ever given her a personal personality profile? And I'm not going to call it a test. It's an assessment. Right? It, there's nothing, you know, it's not right and it's not wrong. It, it just allows you to see the, the characteristics of that individual person. And he said, well, no, what is it? So his friend tells him about it and he goes and he gives his daughter the, the assessment, comes back with the results and shows it to, to Dr. Rome. And he said, well, this is why you're having trouble with her. She doesn't like you. And he goes, what are you talking about? Well, look at her chart. She doesn't like anybody. People are not her focus. And once, it, you know, he says, so what do I do? He says, well, you need to learn to say the same thing in a different way. So continuing the story, that night <clears throat> at the dinner table, he says, Tiger was her, her pet name. She liked to be called Tiger. She says, Tiger, you can go to bed anytime you want tonight. But the latest is 10 o'clock. When she keeps eating, she says, okay. So at 10 o'clock, he sneaks upstairs. He listens at the door. He doesn't hear anything. So he cracks the door open and lights off. She's sound asleep. Because what he discovered is she needed to be given a choice. So this is where I'm heading into now. <laughs> okay, you may have, if you have more than one, one child, you may have one that's, well, you know, pretty spunky and, and just, you know, what's the last word? And then you may have one who's just all about having fun and really doesn't care about cleaning up the room or anything else. And then you have another one who's very loving and, and you know, just anything you ask, they'll do. And then you might have another one that says, very quiet. You know, like my sister was always very quiet. And I wish I had this stuff when I was growing up because it would have made it so much easier. So as a parent, you have those same traits in a different combination. So I'm going to explain the model of human behavior <clears throat> and some of the characteristics that you may have as a parent and your kids may have. But remember, there's no right, there's no wrong, there's no good, there's no bad. It's just that we're a blend of all of these to a greater or lesser degree. So the model of human behavior is it's a, it's a circle. I don't have it quite here, but it's a circle. Okay, we go clockwise. If I'm, if you're looking at the clock, go clockwise from the top left-hand corner. <laughs> I'm going around, I'm gonna do this here. <clears throat> and there's four basic personality styles. But we're a blend, usually we're a blend of at least two, maybe three, to a greater or lesser degree, as I said. So think about, Think about a child who is very determined. I'm gonna use a D word here. As an adult, you might be dominant or direct, okay? The child will be very determined. And you'll know this if you tell them to do something, 
And what do you think they're going to do? No, I'm not doing it. That means they're determined. They just want what they want. And if you're the same way, well, you want what you want, and there's going to be, you know, some of this going on, right? So what they really need, as in Esther's case, was choices, challenges, and control. Okay, so let's just take the, the child in the, right now. So that's what they need. And if you're coming at them from the same perspective, you as the parent can make that adjustment in how do I deal with this? Instead of fighting with each other all the time, right? So that's the first one. And if, they, if um, these determined kids, when they're in school, they like a lot of activities. Okay, and sometimes being in school is just, you know, it gets boring if they're not occupied with something different all the time. They're fast moving, they wanna keep going and they might be bored. And maybe that's why they get in trouble in school and maybe why they don't do as well as you would like them to do. Okay, if we're talking about school, if, if you are, um, if you as a parent, are, maybe I'll back up a, a minute. I'll just do the kids first because I don't want to get too, too confused because I get like, I'm getting confused now. Okay, so it's not that they can't do well. They just like to be busy, right? And they like things fast paced. If we go and we, you know, we'll call the adults, <clears throat> I, I prefer direct rather than dominant, but dominant can play a role too, okay? Then if you take the next one, the next one, the letter is I, and we use letters because it's just, oh yeah, the I is this, this, and this, and those are the characteristics. So we would call that the interactive child. They have a lot of friends, they like to play. They're the ones that usually mess around in class, you know, throwing paper and just, they just like to have fun. Right? And doing homework is not on their list because I gotta play first. I don't wanna do the homework. Or if they're doing homework, they might get sidetracked with something else, you know, the, the squirrel syndrome. We take a look at the next child, that would be S, and that's the, um, the sensitive child. Okay? Um, they like to, they like to do what they've been asked. So if you ask them to clean up the room, they'll do it, no problem. If they think they've done something wrong, they'll, they'll be very sorry about it and, and just come to you and say, I'm so, so sorry. They're very sweet. Um, they just love to help people, but they don't like to fight. If we look at the, the determined child, they like to fight. So if you have one that's determined and one that's sensitive, what do you think might happen? <laughs> no, dogs and cats? Um, I'll, tell, I'll tell you that story in a second. Um, so that's an introduction to that child. And then the, the C, well, we call that the, um, the cautious child, okay? They like to be right. 
Um, they like to check things out. They like to be perfect because they want to be perfect for you as a parent. And they usually do very, very well in school because they like details. They'll, they'll probably be good at math and science and, and all of those things that I, I really don't, I don't care about. <clears throat> so before I go on to the um, parenting styles, we were three kids. And there was myself, my sister, and my, my brother. I was, I was the youngest. My sister and I, you know, we, we just weren't close. We didn't, I wouldn't say we didn't not get along, but there was just no, no real connection, right? <clears throat> but my brother and I, we fought all the time. I, I can't even tell you what we fought about anymore. And for years, I just keep thinking, why did we fight so much? And when I found out about this model, I went, oh, now I know why. Because we were too similar. We were both determined people. Now, I was talking to Shauna before everybody else got on, and I said, we were talking about golf. Now, um, I'm not always the best golfer, but I'm very determined. <laughs> okay. I'm going to beat this golf course one way or another. <laughs> you know, and, and I enjoy it, and I enjoy being outside. But even though I get very, very frustrated, <clears throat> I still, I am still determined to play golf and get better at it. And that's one of my key traits. But my brother and I were both very determined kids. And once I discovered that <clears throat> later on, I said, well, that's why we used to fight with each other. Because we were both too similar. Is that, is that making sense, Shauna, to you? You have any... Any uh, thoughts to add to that? Um, I have two sisters. <laughs> so I was kind of thinking about that too. Yeah, it was it was very challenging for sure. Um, mm -hmm. We'd lock horns. It'd often be two against one. And and uh, my one sister is like unbelievably determined. Like she'd move the whole earth if she could. She's And uh, uh, fun to watch her, but challenging at times too. And she'd kind of try to dominate us and stuff like that too. The, Aha. My other sister. So yeah, in interesting how we react and stuff. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing how, what you recommend for parents to deal with children that are different personality types and when they do have conflict. Because I know there was a lot of yelling from my parents, but I don't know if that was the best way to handle the the conflicts that we were running into. Well, yeah, you know, our parents, our parents, and even you as parents, you do the best you can do. None of this comes with a handbook. And I know there's lots of books out there. But the thing that really, to me, is, is the most exciting is this, this model, because, oh, now I get why she said that. Or now I understand why they did that. So as, as a parent, <clears throat> let's go back to the, you know, we were talking about D, I, S, and C, right? As a parent, if you're, um, I'll, I'll put dominating or direct parenting style. Um, you're not gonna take no for an answer. 
So let's say you have a, uh, you like to tell rather than ask. Okay, you have a very, let's go back to the Dr. Rome's example, very determined, driven kid. And if you say to him, go clean up your room now, you know what's going to happen. It's not going to happen. And they'll fight back. So rather than, so as a parent, if you know this is who you are, then what you need to do is take a look at asking and giving that, that kid more, um, more choices or make it into a game, like a challenge. Um, of course, the kids like to win, right? If you're a determined child, they, they're they gonna wanna win it at any cost, because they know there's something in it for them, they're gonna do it. And, you know, you, you both want the last word. So <clears throat> as a parent, you have the option of modifying the question, just like Dr. Rome did. Now, if you're looking at, um, if you're a direct uh, parent, and you're dealing with the fun person, you're gonna to have to make something fun for them to do to get to get them to do it. Get, make it a game for them to also to clean up their room. Or make it a game to uh, get them to do their homework. And it takes work, but but then everything does, right? Then <clears throat> if you're dealing with a um, you know supportive child, you don't Again, if you're a direct parent, don't tell them to do it. Just ask them. You know, I really, I really appreciate the way you clean your room up when you ask. But, you know, it's still a little messy, but you go back and clean it up. And then the um, the other one, um, the cautious child. Well, um, they get pretty along pretty well together. You know, the direct parent and the um, cautious child, but just be careful of telling them that they've done something incorrectly because they want perfection. So this, oh, this is connecting with you. Um, now, if you're the inspiring parenting style, that's the I, and you have an interactive child, what you love to tell everybody how great your kids are, okay? Um, you like to have fun with them. And you're a lot more easygoing. So, so getting, you know, the one thing you've got to remember is what these children want is recognition, approval, and popularity. That's what they're looking for in, in their lives. Because you know, when you when your kids are born, they get they have some of your DNA, yes, but they've got their own personalities. I swear I was a, I was a, I'm an alien. I don't know. I think my mother thought it too, but <laughs> it's just like are you my kid? Um, so it, it takes a lot. You have to know all four of these and you have to know your child and you have to know who you are before you can start working with it, which is, which is why, um, you know, um, I'll tell you about it later, but I, I put together a program that goes into a lot more detail because in the time that we have, it, it, you'll never, you'll never get everything. Okay. 
Uh, but I, I want to make you give you as much as I can and get some 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 insight into maybe looking at how I guess yeah, and saying the same thing in a different way. I won't say how you speak to your kids, but it's pretty much the same thing. So if, if you have a if you have a child that's, that loves to do things too, like the you know determined kid, usually you two will get along quite well. Okay, you know, a few little things to figure out, but you'll get you'll get it. If we look at a supportive parent, which is wonderful, um, it's so nice to have parents that support everything you do. Um, so you're always providing that encouragement, right? Good job. Um, you appreciate what they do for you and you as well as they like a calm, peaceful household. And you as well as the child don't like to say no. But sometimes you have to. <laughs> like, no, you can't get the puppy. Um, so dealing with any of the others, again, Think of how you're dealing with a direct or a determined child. You've got to be a little bit more forceful. Um, and then, and, and vice versa, you know, the, the direct parent has to be a little softer with that child. And if we look at the cautious parenting style, um, it's, it's all about accomplishing the tasks, just like that child. And you like to have things done right too. And both of you tend to be a little too serious. So another example I'd like to give is, just think about uh, you have one child that comes home and got, well, I'm not sure how the, the, the grades work out here in, in the different schools, it's way in my past, but let's say they get a B plus. Okay, and you're a supportive parent, and your child comes home. Look, Emmy, look what I got! I got a B plus on this in this test. Is that wonderful? And the supportive parent says, "Oh, that's great! Wonderful! I'm so glad you did so well on your test." Let's pretend that's the mom, and then you go to the dad. Daddy, look what I got! I got a B plus. And the father says, what did you miss? Now, if you're the cautious child, you'll know. Well, I missed this one and I haven't figured it. Okay, good. Next time you're gonna study better. And okay, that's from the cautious parent. But if that's not your child and your child is, is a supportive child, then they're going to feel hurt because they're not living up to your expectations. So, you know, if, if we're looking at the supportive child, let me just go back here for a second. Because the supportive child needs security, appreciation, and assurance. So anywhere in, in there, if you're, a, if you're a supportive parent, you're gonna be telling them that anyway. But if you're not, think about that. If you know this stuff, think about it. Think about how you can be more supportive. 
you believe that you're being supportive by saying, what did you miss? But your child won't be. Okay, because the, again, going back to what I said earlier, the cautious child and cautious parent both want quality out answers, excellent and value. That's what they're looking for. Every single day, that's what they need. So, am I causing a lot of people to think? <laughs> yeah, because it sounds like it might be quite complicated if you have different personalities between parents and with kids to, to figure out what's the best way to communicate with them. It makes definitely makes me think I'm going to be introspective about how I'm communicating with my daughter going forward. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely more the supportive parent. I think mm -hmm. most, I think my daughter and I are probably similar. Like you said, need some tweaking. And my husband's definitely more of a direct, like tells, tells her and me <laughs> what he <laughs> wants, what, what to do and stuff. And of course we're like, yeah, no way that kind of stuff. So, so uh, of course those are, the str struggles we <laughs> those are the struggles we face. Right. So it's great to have, uh, dialogue or listen to this to kind of challenge how we can shift our reactions both ways as a parent and um, and a child right to how we to be have better communication because that's ultimately what we want is right to have better communication well, yeah and you want yeah and you want a good relationship with your kids mm -hmm. and my mom and my mom too it goes both ways right yeah yeah I mean um you know, my brother and I get along now. Of course, he lives in London, Ontario, when I live here. <laughs> but, but it gave me the answer as to why. And I, and I, you know, with my mother and my sister, I just, my sister and I were completely different, obviously. And when my mother, uh, you know, needed some help and was still living in her own apartment, it was my sister. We both lived in Quebec at the time. Uh, my sister was just about around the corner. But my sister was was more helpful and supportive than me. And she'd make soup and stuff and take it over to my mother. And because they were very, very similar. And so I felt, gee, I've never said this before. Um, letting you into it. So when my mother was, uh, when she had, I think, the, the second stroke, when she was in the hospital. And she kept saying how wonderful her daughter was. And she would show a picture. It was my sister, it wasn't me. I mean, I knew I, I, I wanted to help, but I, I, you know, there, I had a different approach to helping. Mm -hmm. um, and when she asked for, well, all three of us actually, except for, no, two of us, my brother and myself, when she said, you know, oh, they're encouraging me to go into the um, assisted living side. And only because of her arthritis and she was in a wheelchair, there's nothing wrong with her mind, trust me. <laughs> um, I said, you've got to decide for yourself. I'm not going to tell you what to do because I'd be in the same boat as you. I would not want to go. But she, unfortunately, she listened to too many other people than her kids because my brother was saying the same thing and she she went in and she was in there for about wasn't that long um I'd say about six months and she had a, a major stroke and and passed and my brother and I were talking because my sister had already passed away uh in 20 2014 um 
we both said, I said, she, she took herself out because she did, she was kept saying how everybody comes in there and two weeks later, they're all crazy. But she chose to do it. Oh, she was 94 when she passed. So, that's, a, that's, a, that's a decent age. That's a good age, right? Yeah. But the way we dealt with each other was completely different from my sister. So this is this is what I, I'm you know I I want to point out that mm -hmm. there's no right there's no wrong we're all different. If if um, if someone was to um, someone on the call wanted to hey I I've got a kid how do I figure out what this kid is? Well, there's various assessments that can be done. Okay, and I, and I don't like using the term assessment because it sounds bad, but <clears throat> that's what it's called. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just answering questions, okay? So just a little bit of, um, and it's for adults too. So you've got adults, teens, and, and kids. And it's, you answer the questions, which is most like you and which is least like you. And then it's 40 questions, it gets all totaled up and you get this wonderful um, report. <laughs> it's all done online, it's in about five minutes. For the kids, um, they call it bots, okay, because they use little robots. So the kids get to do this, and they use little robots, and that's for uh, kids 5 to 12. And then there's also one for young adults or teens, but it's called uh, Get Real. I've heard that a lot. Yeah, get Real. Uh, 13, to, <laughs> you too? Yeah. 13 to 22. Um and then of course you can take your own as an, as an adult and there's, there's different, um, different options. Um, if anybody was interested in doing that, you again, contact me and I'll tell you how to take advantage of that. Um, it's, it's on my website, but I am not selling it on the website. There is a link to where to go. So um, does anybody have any questions? Cause this is such a, a deep topic that we could be here for days and I <laughs> we don't want to be here for days right we're all on zoom so is, uh any questions from you Shauna or is anybody well I, I think the assessments are great because I think it's a starting block to get an understanding of how you operate and how your children or family members operate and stuff. So I figure out a, a most certain way and I figure out my daughter's a, a different way or whatever. So, so what's, what's next? Like how do we take those uh, assessments, so those indicators to give us some insights about how we operate? What do we do next? Is there tools in these things to help us guide through the process? There, when you get the report, it's going to show like two graphs, okay? Um, there's two graphs and one is your nature. So for you, you're, you know, from, from what I get from you, you're, you're SI, which means you're supportive and you're inspiring because you like to deal with people, right? Obviously with what you do, yeah. <laughs> you will get your strengths, uh, your challenges. It gives you ideas of what you need to do. Um, so that's a, that would be the next step. And then after that, um, what I like to do with, uh, with everything I do is you, 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 you get activities, okay? So you get to practice what you're doing. 
you get to practice what to say to your um, <clears throat> your determined child. I'm just going to give you one example here. So if you are a dominant parenting style and a determined child, okay, um, you have power struggles, which I mentioned. But again, you don't want to force issues or, or threaten and give ultimatums. So those are some of the things that we're gonna be talking about. Again, if you're a dominant parent and you have an interactive child, you wanna realize that they may never focus on anything. But once you understand those things, once you, you know that oh, this is, I can't change it, that's who they are. You, you learn how to work with it. So that would be the next step is, um, you know, um, taking the little program that I've I put up that will be May 26th. Yeah. And I'll be doing it from 12 till two that day. Um, and um, I mean, the whole purpose of it's virtual. So the whole purpose is to give you more insight into that, how you can react, I guess, or be proactive. Let me, let me use be proactive is a better term. Um, but then there's emotions involved too. That's a whole other issue. <laughs> you know, what motivates them? What makes them make the decisions and the choices that they've made, especially as teens, right? Um, they'll be, so what, what we'll be going through is insight into each communication style. Uh, strategies on working together to address their struggles and your struggles with them and leverage the strengths, helping your kids learn and grow, developing strategies to build relationships and, and help them when they go out. Of course, it's tough these days, right? Mm -hmm. um, and understand their needs and preferences. Uh, there's a workbook. There'll be extra tips. You get to practice things. Um, you'll learn how to adapt your parenting style to each kid. And I'm also offering a 15-minute um, coaching call. Um, so if anybody's interested, I have set up an event right link. And if you want that, you can either um, email me at dale at daleshunkett.com or you can message me again through Facebook and I'll be happy to at least, um, you know, see what your needs are. No, that, that's great. That's great to have that ability to figure it out and then learn tools and tactics on how to communicate and be proactive. <laughs> but quite often we have to be reactive too, right? So <laughs> it's good, right? you're not expecting, it's like, okay, I've got to learn, I got to learn how to learn skills to be able to handle that when I'm unexpected comes, comes at you. Yeah. And it's good for them too. Um, mm -hmm. be, because, you know, they're out in this world the second, I said the nature was the first one, nurture is the second one, and it's nurturing um, uh, chart shows you, um, it tells you how you, you manage to deal with the world. The most, vast majority of people are one way at work and another way at home. But you're at home is, is that's your nature, that's who you are, and that is not going to change. But you can adapt to the nurturing part. I don't think I have a, you know, a bunch of stuff here because I wanted to show it, but. Um, I would think to a certain extent too, it's gonna help to get better at the, the nature, the home part, 
might yeah. uh, flow over into the work workspace too because you'll start and, to look at people a little bit differently about yeah. how right yeah and I mean it's the same model I use mm -hmm. with my clients um you know we have to learn how to <laughs> we have to learn again how to say the same thing in a different way yeah uh, you just hold on I'm going to sneak over one second I'm going to show you what the, a graph would look like great that'd be awesome to see yeah, I'm still here. So I'm, I'm still talking. Yes, <laughs> you're still talking for sure. And it's good that you go help businesses too, because I talk to countless people with my financial planning practice where they are so unhappy at work, whether they're bosses or employees, and they struggle with uh, being in a toxic environment. So that's great that you help with that too. Oh, I, was, I was talking to a manager the other day, and they just said, I feel so undervalued by my staff and it's, and it's sad because that's such a hard place to live in all the time at work when yeah. you just, you, you can't stand it. You don't like the people you work with and it doesn't feel good. So I'm glad you're out there helping businesses too, because that's a yeah huge challenge. And that was all, that has all, had always been my, but you know, I, I've just seen when I, when I listened to this and, and learned it, it was about a month ago. I mean, this is perfect because it's the same thing. And people don't realize it. So this is, well, you can see this. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what, what a, a graph will show you is what you're very high in, you know, determined. Um, the next one is cautious. Then not a very friendly person and really not supportive at all. So, you know, and he has these, I have these for each of his, his daughters. And it was just like, oh, Okay, well, then you see something in front of you, uh, you immediately understand. Okay, then where do I go to from here? And with us all being locked in our homes together, it's definitely, I'm sure, brought a lot of stuff up because kids aren't going to school or out with their friends as much. So we're in our family soup more than we're used to being, right? So we're having to face yeah. these great opportunities to start having those dialogues and figuring it out. Yeah. Um, I really feel sorry for the kids now because, yeah. you know, I've heard, I've heard a lot of kids say, well, yeah, I, I don't mind, you know, being online. I, I kind of like it. And then there's others who are just getting fed up with it. Um, they don't have that interaction yeah. with, with other people. So if you're looking at, you know, your <laughs> direct person and your, in a cautious person, they don't really care too much. They're going to do better that way because people aren't on their agenda necessarily. Mm -hmm. But for people who are like like you and me, the inspiring, the supportive type, they need people. Mm -hmm. For sure. But maybe it gives those those kids a break too that are, are better online for their parents to recognize it and their teachers to recognize that. Maybe they can adapt going forward to incorporate better ways of teaching or interacting yeah because of that right because it's really it's really brought a lot of stuff up to the surface this uh, <laughs> us being grounded for as long as we have and stuff has really shown us things that maybe we never would have noticed or recognized before well exactly I actually did something oh gosh when I first moved here was it 2013 I did something for the um, school board and I did something very similar it was an hour it was just a very um, over, over, big overview of it. 
uh, but we were in, in a room, so I made it a little bit more interactive. And, you know, they, they truly then said, okay, now I can figure out the kids in my classroom a little bit better and then work with each one of them better. Just understanding that information. So yes. it's the same with parents. I can work with my child on getting the homework done if I understand who I am as a parent and who they are as a kid. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm, I've always been like managing for as long as I, as I have and stuff. I always got a little frustrated with managers that just did the paintbrush and thought that yep. everybody should react the same and everybody should do the same and didn't look at the uh, individuals and stuff. Cause I think they miss out by not incorporating that. Cause I think you have a much stronger team you when do. you have a variety of different people, like trying to make everybody the same uh, limits, I think success in, in, in uh, business. Yeah. If you put, if you put uh, a bunch of salespeople in a room and they're all dominant and direct determined people you know what's going to happen <laughs> it's not going to go well <laughs> I, I i kind of pick on the d's because they're the strongest personality mm. and i think we can all think of d's right when, when you're talking it's like oh i got a d <laughs> i got a few d's popping into my head i know exactly who they are. So no you know the 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 and i I, I don't, I, I use this term loosely, the nerdy people, like, you know, the Sheldons of, of the Big Bang Theory, yeah. who, but that's who they are. And they may, they're extremely intelligent. So if you want somebody to do surgery on you, I think you better choose someone who has it. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, that, please. Right? <laughs> they all have their place. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's, you know, actually, I'm just looking up here, balance. It is all about balance, mm-hmm. right? Looking at your screen in there. It's all about balancing in the team and the family. How do we balance who we are? And and recognizing the differences and appreciating them. Yeah, and it's not about getting, if if you're in a business study, it's not about getting rid of the person. Because, you know, they usually get rid of first as the manager. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Sports teams, right? Yeah. It's not the players, it's the manager. So. It, it just, I don't know. I, I just love this stuff. It applies in so many, so many areas. That it's, they should be teaching this in school. It must be very rewarding for you, Dale, when you go into an organization or a family and really help them shift. Yeah. Yeah. People have, have made decisions that um, have made their teams better. And sometimes, you know, it's not, it hasn't been necessarily been a team that's um, dysfunctional. I, I did one, what was it? Transport Canada. They had a great team, but they wanted to uh, do a team building exercise. So we did the team building one, but they had never, ever, ever done this model. And they didn't know in depth who, who each one of them was. Mm-hmm. And when, so they all took the assessment and then when I came to them with their team chart, they went, oh, look at that. And so it just made it even better. They were already sure. good, it just made it even better. Yeah, no, so. Being important. a better parent is what everybody wants, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, absolutely, absolutely. And I think it'd be interesting for kids to read about their parents and their personalities too, to understand that, right? Yeah, exactly. It's the, you know, it's, it's doing it together mm-hmm. that brings so much insight. And then, and, you know, I've just seen people like the minute they 
they start talking about people on their team who aren't in the chorus. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's so and so. Ah, now I get it. <laughs> that's the that's the key words, isn't it? Now I get it. Just like with you and your brother. Now I get it. Like my bar comes on, yeah. <laughs> and it makes sense. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Dale. You're welcome. So I will include uh, Dale's website on the links and stuff. And uh, yeah, please reach out to her. She's awesome. I've known her for a few years now and uh, very insightful, great stories, very supportive and really appreciate all that you do, Dale. And I'd like to thank you for inviting me to do this today. Absolutely. Always well, learning. I'll be looking at my, my kid and my husband. Other soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, thank you. take care.